Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Strategic Slut Podcast, where the aim is to take the word slut back and open the conversation about dating, love, and sex in a shame-free way. So, I have an exciting one for you guys today because based on my last episode um, about remembering who the fuck you are, I'm today talking about kind of why that topic came to mind last week. And it's a bit of a juicy story, and I just want to preface it with the fact that I did tell this person that I'm talking about it on the podcast, and I'm not going to name drop or anything like that, and it's not out of spite out of him, it's out of what I learned from the situation. So, let's kind of get into it, I guess. Um, So, there was this guy back in the summer who I've known for a few years, um, kind of in passing, and we've had mutual friends and whatever, didn't know him that well. And when I got back from school in May, last, like kind of starting in the spring, we ended up going on a date and kind of started seeing each other, I guess. And I fell quite hard for him. Like it was one of those ones that I was like, literally the first date, I was like, okay, let's just get this over with kind of thing. Like I had no intentions of liking this person nor wanting to date him I just really I didn't see it but I wanted to give him a chance because I knew he was sweet um so I went on the date and then ever since it was kind of like oh fuck this could get real really quick um so I was seeing him for a few months and then and he he definitely like led me on like there were a lot of things where like I met his parents and he actually dropped the girlfriend bomb once and then kind of tried to retract it and then wanted me to meet like his entire family and just all these like weird things um and we had kind of made it clear that we were exclusively seeing each other but he wouldn't ever go beyond that and eventually that's kind of what caused issues was like for me it was like if you're not wanting to date then I'm gonna go like see other people um and it was just this weird dynamic of him wanting basically the best of both worlds he wanted me to be at his like beck and call but didn't want to call me his girlfriend and I could see the fucked like the fucked up games that he was playing and I wasn't having it because it was very on his terms in the sense that he chose when we hung out he chose what we did he chose when we could be like super texty or not talk at all for a week like just very mind fucking games and then you know he would tell me how much he likes me but then wouldn't talk to me for a week and you know didn't want to date me and all these things so it was very like just a confusing situation and especially like it was like quite a while eh, like I'd say two solid months where like things just seemed to be going so so well that I thought it was moving in the same direction and like we seemed to be on the same page the whole time so it was a bit of a mind fuck when things shifted um so anyways we ended up ending in the summer I he was a dick and I was just like you know what fuck yourself I'm not having it and I moved on and that was that um but it wasn't it was just it was a guy who I couldn't seem to actually move on from like my mind kept going back to him and just wondering what would have happened like you know, was that the situation that was meant out to, like, meant out, meant to be played out with us? I can't speak anymore. Um, 
And it just kind of was something I kept going back to. And I just didn't seem to be able to get over it. And, like, he had tried to message me multiple times over the course of these months. And basically told him to go fuck himself every time. So, anyways, it came to a point where I was like, you know what? I want to message this person. So, over reading week, I was home for the week. And I decided to message him after, you know, a few glasses of wine. And we talked and had this, like amazing discussion and he like basically owned up to all of the things I wanted him to own up to without saying it and just said all the right things he made all these wonderful promises and it just sounded really great and it was all the things I've wanted to hear for months and that is the biggest mindfuck of all so you know I give him another chance and I told him we could go on a date and I kind of I was hesitant. I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know if I can trust you, but I'll give it a shot kind of thing. And honestly, the date that we were supposed to have, it was just the worst. Like, (laughs) this man just had a lot of talk about all the things he has to make up to me and, like, show me how much he cares. And then he took me to his house to Netflix and chill. Like, it just was fucking brutal. And, like, we had gotten a coffee before we went to his house, and he didn't even want to just sit and, like, drink the coffee. He wanted to, like, rush back to his house to just put on a movie so we didn't have to talk. Like, it was just, it it was just shitty. And, like, this guy's older, so I had higher expectations of just, like, not acting like a unavailable 15-year-old boy. Um, But, yeah, it was quite annoying, and either way... It led to a lot of disappointment and a lot of conflict, and he still to this day doesn't think he's done anything wrong, Um, but it was the fact that he basically came back around and was like, I want to see where this goes, and basically wanted me to prove to him that I was worthy of dating or something. Like, he acted as if I'm here showing him why I'm so great, rather than him coming back and being like, I realize how great you are and I fucked up. (laughs) So, the situation was incredibly invigorating, let me tell you. Um, After a full day of fighting, I was like, oh my god, this is, like, I can't do this. I'm literally, like, having to explain myself when he's been chasing me for months. Like, this isn't making sense or adding up in any way. So, that is what brings us to this podcast episode is... We are never getting back together, and it's all about when you realize when you need to let go. Um, so yeah, that th- during this time, I guess this was like a week or two ago now, I got over the man that I honestly did not think I was going to get over, and it was because he had treated me so replaceable and disposable type of thing. Like, he just didn't make me feel like I was worthy in his life in any regard, Um, he made, he kind of slut-shamed me for, like, moving on, um, so that was hilarious, and, like, he can do the same, but if I do it, you know, it's wrong. Just all these things that are, like, the most toxic and fucked up things that you can do to a person, like, not only fuck them over, but then, you know, (laughs) pretend that they're, like, just unworthy (laughs) of good treatment, uh, so... 
I'm still angry. Um, when I think about back on it, I'm not hurt. I'm not even sad. I'm just angry because I cannot put my, I can't wrap my head around this person and like how they think the way that they do. And I'm trying to like be very, you know, I'm not trying to give details. So it's kind of hard to do this, but this person was just very manipulative and incredibly toxic and is like always trying to play the good guy role but actually in turn is like the most asshole guy due to him trying to be the good guy like I'm sure you guys know what I mean <laughs> but yeah so what I learned from the situation is how much the idea of someone fucks with you like I played out this image in my head of what things could be versus the reality and if I had seen him for what he was and how he treated treated me the first time around, I wouldn't have wanted him again. But it was the fact that I was being blind to that and I was just holding on to this, like, what could be in this beautiful facade that I had made up in my head, which sounds super crazy, but we all do it. And I also, I just, like, loved his parents and I loved his family, so I could really, like, envision this future that actually wasn't the case because honestly we didn't have a ton in common either we were just very different people so that's one thing is definitely like holding on to this image of a person that is so crucial to analyze in whatever like role or stage you're in in dating because it can really you know like it manipulated me for months into thinking that there was another chance and then the minute that I gave that another chance. I was like, holy shit, why did I ever want this? So there's that. And the second thing I learned would probably be my standards and just a reminder of them. It really, the situation in general taught me what I don't want. And it also taught me like a few of the non-negotiables that I didn't know that I had. So just like things of like, um, like morals and just like different interests that I think I need in a person to be able to be happy with them like this guy just wasn't into the things that I was into and we just had very different values and different different things and that's okay and I would say the third thing I learned is age does not equate to maturity um, I have met men who are you know, my age, like 21 and very mature, or they act like 14 year old boys. Like there's, you know, huge gaps there. And because of my, you know, mental state, I've always found that like dating older men has just become more of a level playing ground because the guys my age are just, I can never connect with. Um, so this guy was a few years older than me. And you would think at that age, you know, he would have the maturity of at least a 25-year-old, but he he did not. Um, and I mean, that's not to hate on him. It's just like he just isn't in a certain place that I expected him to be, which isn't fair because I obviously came in with my own expectations. But age just does not equate to maturity. <laughs> like, the way that he dealt with conflict was screaming at me and then hanging up on me and blaming everything without ever looking inward. And... It mind fucked me to 
the craziest extent because it always had me second guessing myself and my own judgment when in reality this person made me feel like so shitty in so many different circumstances and that's just like it's not okay (laughs) it's definitely not love um yeah so I think those three things were like the main things I learned and I think seeing those and really reflecting on them is the reason that I could never go back to that I could allow him to play with these games and toy with this and maybe if I had lower self-esteem I would be you know continuing to try for him but because I know who I am and what I'm worth and what I want out of life I know that there are other options and that there are better options for me it's not to say that he doesn't deserve happiness or anything like that I obviously wish him the best it is just one of those things that like he's just not for me and that's that's okay um it sucked that it had to be such a whirlwind of an of emotions to learn these things but it was definitely a learning experience and it was one that kind of taught me like oh I am capable of having those feelings again because it had been a really long time since I like was really into somebody so that was nice to kind of experience and you know not not feel so pointless and useless when dating I think you hit a point where you're just kind of giving up and you (laughs) feel like there's no hope. Um, But yeah, feeling that way towards him definitely like taught me there's always opportunities out there, especially when you're not looking for them. And I think knowing when to let go is the biggest form of self-care. Like if I kept going back to this person, the toxicity and like roller coaster I'd be putting myself through just not be worth it in the long run and I think knowing when to cut cut the you know rope and say that like enough is enough is very huge and it's always hard like it's always hard to let go of a person that you thought of like a specific something about or that you had feelings for or whatever but I think you do also hit a point where when someone's fucked you over enough you begin to choose the love for yourself versus over the love for that person and I was not in love with this man I just I saw the potential of getting there um but he was emotionally unavailable so (laughs) there it is and I think a lot of guys have that like same rhetoric of like I was fucked over once when I was 18 so I never dated a girl again honestly I hear that story on the daily and it uh it's truly concerning because I think men need to all go get therapists just like most women do too (laughs) I actually talked about my talked to my therapist about this one and he was just like okay like so how do you feel about it now (laughs) I was like well mad Chris (laughs) and he basically just said like yeah yeah you're gonna be mad (laughs) I was like okay and I think that's like kind of a funny thing is like we expect when you're doing the right thing like so for me cutting him off was definitely the right thing but we expect it to be easy and we expect it to like everything else to come together by doing that and when it doesn't you're like wait what the fuck <laughs> like I just did something hard for things to still be hard um but that's literally just life and it sucks but uh it's dating for you I don't know what else to say about that and moving forward I'm you know 
dating. I'm not really actively trying that hard, but I'm always open to the possibilities and stuff. I just, I'm so busy that I don't know. It's not my priority, that's for sure. Like, I have three jobs and I'm a full-time student. I don't know where I'm supposed to fit that in. <laughs> so I'm kind of just focusing on myself right now and seeing what falls in my lap and just not letting it be the defining time period like I could let this one really screw me over but I'm honestly too busy to be emotionally fucked up right now and I'm actually okay now I'm actually at peace with it I truly did not think I'd get over this person and I did I I do not want to be with this person and I actually don't care to talk to them ever again so that's actually where I'm at and I think you only get to that point when you feel disrespected and just like a few boundaries crossed that you never thought that person would cross so that's where I'm at and I hope you guys I don't know either took some insight from this episode or maybe you're in the same boat or maybe you know, you're able to reflect on your own situations, but I know it's not a super informative one. It's more of just a rant of my love life and that's okay. (laughs) Anyways, guys, I don't have that much else to tell you. I do have a date this weekend, so (laughs) may keep you updated on that. May not, not sure what's going to go down there, but should keep things interesting. And, uh, I'm not talking about every guy I date, so just, like, for anyone listening, not everyone's going to be exposed on this podcast. It's more of just, like, the important things I've learned along the way that I can hopefully pass along to anyone who's listening. So that's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed. You can follow the podcast Instagram at Strategic Slut Podcast. You can follow my personal Instagram at the Not So Average Betch. And I will see you next Monday. I hope you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you then. Bye.